talking with Illinois Chamber of Commerce CEO Todd Meisch is with us. Todd, good morning again. And, uh, well, you know, the, we, we spent a lot of time, it looks like, in front of masks as, as far as that goes yesterday. And, the, of course, the edict coming down from the state, uh, which matches many local municipalities, putting this uh, mask enforcement on the business owners. Is that fair? Uh, no, it's not really fair. Um, I think that if they had done that early on and really had worked in a collaborative way with business owners and uh, worked with them from the get-go, uh, then it would be a lot easier to go ahead and swallow. But right now, uh, it's a matter of a business owner not being able to go ahead and uh, you know uh, control what everybody does in their location, and then they're going to go ahead and pay the price. I think the real important thing is that the implementation is if a business owner calls up the police and said, I have people that are not in compliance and they refuse to comply, is that uh, law enforcement entity going to go ahead and say, you've got to come off the premises or not? If it, Without that protection, uh, then it's completely unfair. Todd, how involved has the Chamber and uh, other groups, and we talked with uh, Rob Carr with the Illinois Retail Merchants Association earlier, and I'd seen him with the governor on uh, uh, several different events um, all throughout the past four months or so, but how involved has the Chamber been uh, in these conversations about what kind of regulations there should be or what kind of guidance there should be for businesses when it comes to dealing with COVID-19? Well, we haven't been shy at all about stating uh, our position, and uh, I'm I think it's safe to say the governor hasn't completely agreed with the chamber's position, uh, but ours has been that rather than get locked into this whole notion of uh, essential businesses or non-essential businesses, we ought to be talking about safe places to work or places that aren't safe enough yet. Uh, and that's been a uh, construct that uh, the administration hasn't really accepted. Uh, so consequently, uh, our notion is that, uh, you know, when you've got 1.4 million Illinoisans filing for first-time unemployment claims, how do you say that there's a job that's not essential? Uh, it's essential to our economy. So I'll be honest, we have not been trying to, to fine-tune uh, what we think is just the wrong approach. And the governor even um, iterated yesterday. He said that uh, the, this rule that he has in front of JCAR Tuesday, it's more um, to make sure that uh, this is a something implemented uh, fairly across the board. Um, what's your reaction to that? Uh, that you know, here we are four months in. Uh, he's he's wanting this rule fairly applied across the board. Uh, I think that uh, the notion is that uh, as long as the business owner has the ability to call up and say, I'm trying to enforce my mask rule or the uniform mask rule, and I've got people just unwilling to comply, uh, then I think that it, it may end up being fairly workable there. It, it's another burden on the small business owner. There's no doubt about it. But if you think about it, uh, almost anywhere you go to eat or what have you has some kind of dress code. And this is another burden that places it, you know, essentially you can think of it as putting it on top of the dress code. Um, but um, uh, law enforcement and the government and the administration need to be partners with small business to go ahead and make this work as well as it can, as, op as opposed to simply slapping fines on small businesses left and right. 
Todd Meisch, Illinois Chamber of Commerce CEO. He joins us here with News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Uh, when I uh, had scheduled this, there there was, of course, uh, we were going to talk about uh, taxes and uh, the progressive income tax versus the flat tax uh, and a study that uh, the chamber uh, uh, unveiled uh, last week. But, of course, we had the mask issue pop up, so I appreciate you talking about that. Uh, but yep. let's, uh, let's get into taxes. Uh, and before we do talk about uh, the study that came out, um, uh, last week uh, about the impacts of a progressive income tax on minorities and women. Uh, over the weekend, we had something else happen. Uh, President Donald Trump signed a bunch of executive orders. One of them dealt with the payroll tax. Uh, what's your understanding there, and how would such a thing, if it sticks, impact not just employers but also their employees? Oh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's useful. I think it's helpful. Um, I think that everybody would prefer to see a comprehensive piece of legislation go through. Then you're a lot more confident that whatever comes in place stays in place and you can count on it. Uh, there are going to be people who question whether the president is the exceeding his authority in some of these executive orders, uh, and consequently it's it's going to create some confusion or at least reticence to perhaps comply. But uh, it's uh, the six. The 6.2% um, uh, payroll tax reduction uh, on all wages that work out, we're, we're told by the U.S. Chamber, that works out to be on all employees that are make $104,000 or less. It's going to be just the fourth quarter uh, of this year, um, but I think it's a welcome. It's a move in the right direction, but I think we'd rather see a negotiated piece of legislation that's more comprehensive. So would that be um, the 6.2% you said uh, for employees? Would employers also uh, have to uh, – would that be – tax savings for the employer, but of course, uh, as PPP, uh, the Paycheck Protection Program, those funds are running out. Uh, so this is a way to go ahead, and that has to be extended through negotiations with Congress, and it hasn't happened. Those negotiations, uh, well, when I last looked uh, yesterday afternoon, had, were not back on yet. Um, so the, with those um, programs winding down, uh, more and more employers are going to say, well, how do I keep my people employed? Uh, how do I bring my people back? I think this is a measure that the president is trying to take to go ahead and allow employers to um, keep employees um, on the payroll or maybe even bring them back. And uh, possibly give the, a, a de facto raise of sorts for those who have been working this whole time, too? Uh, I'll be honest, maybe some employers will do that, but I've got to tell you, when you're operating at 25% of your previous demand, as many uh, restaurants and bars are in particular, in the hospitality industry, uh, in the transportation industry, demand is down 50% or more. I'll be honest, this isn't going to go to raises, most likely. It's going to be just keeping people in the jobs they've got. Todd Meisch, Illinois Chamber of Commerce, he joins us. Uh, and again, uh, to what I initially wanted to bring you on to talk about before we had all this breaking news popping all over the place was uh, the progressive income tax. It's up for voters to consider in November. Believe it or not, there's an election in November. Uh, but, uh, you know, you put out a, a report last week. Uh, give us the uh, the upshot here. What did this report uh, ultimately do and how did they come to uh, the conclusions that they came to? Sure. The Chamber engaged the Berkeley Research Group, which is a global consulting firm, 
Got a lot of experience, and we also teamed up with uh, SIU Edwardsville, so we made sure we had a good Illinois component as well. And the report was completely independent from what uh, the Chamber's positions were, but we weren't surprised at the results. And it said that nearly $2 billion uh, will come out of the Illinois economy as a result of the progressive income tax. And that's on top of all of the economic losses we've experienced with the COVID recession. So we think it's obvious that uh, the proponency to pull this back, we're never going to think it's a good idea, but it's a really bad idea at exactly the wrong time. And what do you say to proponents uh, who um, uh, you know, criticize this type of report as funded by the chamber or uh, even characterizing it as um, uh, misinformation? Uh, I'll just tell you that um, uh, that we hired a very reputable firm. <clears throat> we gave them complete independence. We believe their conclusions are more conservative than the actual reality is. There are a number of things they didn't consider, which would have made that impact on the economy even higher. They didn't consider the impact of the COVID um, recession. They didn't uh, consider the fact that Illinois is leading much of the nation in out-migration. They use a conservative number out of California instead of Illinois' number. And there are other ways that this is a very conservative number. So I think anybody who really takes a look at it will say, this is solid work by very, very smart people who have a lot of experience, and they should take it seriously. All right, terrific. Todd Meischlison, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and uh, we'll be having you back on again very soon. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Right, talk to you later.